Hi there, you've stumbled across The Christian Truth, a podcast where I, Prophetess LGBTQ, comes, well, sometimes I come yell at you. If you come here to hear about nothing but Bible scripture or religion, you've inadvertently ended up in the wrong podcast, because I switch it up a bit, and I curse pretty often, actually, in the beginning. Just ride this out with me, it's so worth it. But I'm human, so I'm not gonna be perfect. Each episode, though, is from the heart, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Leave your comments below any episode and let me know what you thought. Remember, you were warned. This is me as he made me. And he's not done with me yet. Talk for now. Hello, guys. This is Mel. Um, Prophetess LGBTQ. Um, so, uh, if you guys are friends or were friends with me on facebook um if you never are again that's like i said on facebook not not my concern but uh you guys know i just took a big huge step off the cliff um i'm directed by my father in heaven and he's he's making me make big 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 bold moves you know what i mean so a lot of changes have happened this week so it was obviously time to dust off the old soapbox as it were it's time to to fulfill my mission and fulfill I will do today um, I want to talk to you guys about more my God created us curious and ambitious Right, so he he expected us to search and fail, search and fail, search and fail, but he also expected us to search and conquer, search and invade, search and destroy, because man has always wanted more than what he has already in life as you know I've already stated this is tends to be an explicit podcast I am a Christian and I am being worked on I know God's in my pocket so he's every with he's with me every moment of my life so you can judge if you want to but I don't see how that's your place ever so I will fail in my in my duty I will I will falter but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop it doesn't mean I'm going to silence myself because people aren't going to like it people aren't going to agree people are going to dismiss me uh, exclude me uh, excommunicate me even I don't I heard what he said to me and I understand it Every single day of my life, I will fill the gap in every sense of the word. And I'm not going to be popular. <clears throat> I'm going to lose a lot of friends. But if I lost you, were you really my friend? No. Because you're a real friend knows my heart is true, it's pure, and I love wholeheartedly. And I can't call myself a Christian and not love all wholeheartedly 
some more since the dawn of time, since man was first created. I mean, we've wanted more. But God created us for this purpose. He wanted to see us prosper. He wanted to see us develop and advance and emerge each time that we would fall or falter. He saw us throughout the decades, throughout history, watched us try and try, fail, try, win, falter. And he knew that was all coming. My pastor uh, recently stated uh, at church that we, we have a God who is not surprised by anything that's happening today. Today, 20, 20, what do they say is 2020? Hindsight, hindsight is 2020. So you, you see now what we should have seen from the beginning, that we should be careful and good with and to one another, um, that we're not invincible. We are not unstoppable. Um, Our borders have been closed. Uh, Nothing in or out, actually. We have uh, countries around the world that will not allow us to fly into their airspace, let alone land and tour (laughs) or business, do work of anything, anything at all. We are not allowed there, okay? Because this pandemic is... This is biblical. Man has always wanted more. So we're going to stop at 2020 on this journey through history. But we're going to start at the beginning. We all know what the Bible says. We all know who tried, failed on their own, who tried with God, and will always succeed in the eyes of man because... He is risen. The only person that I've ever known that has a right to judge anybody is the one true Christ. And you are not he. And if you are, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody else. If he's here and he hasn't made himself known, I am blessed to know that I walk the earth with him. But until he does, that's not the case. Not a single person that walks this globe, do you understand me, has the right to judge a single other. Not one. Not a one. It's not in your DNA. You can't buy it in your pocketbook. You can't hold it in your hand. It's not possible. It's not your right. So more, either it's, I want what my brother has, I want you to succeed above your brothers, or whatever the cause was, it was man trying to advance and better himself, but at the cost of Christ, of God's word, at the cost of his will. 
his will be done. Not yours, not yours, not even yours. His will be done. So we managed to survive, humanity and mankind. And we somehow splintered, you understand me, into a faction that believes we derive from apes. Those apes that are still around today. Yes, for some reason, they never changed, evolved, or what have you. Um, And then there are those of us who know that we were all created by the one true creator. So, all of mankind was created to want more, to want to advance, to want to prosper. He didn't make us just to watch us walk around the earth. That's not, no, we had a purpose. We each have our separate purpose, actually. And none of our purposes are exactly the same. They might interchange. They might intersect even. But they will never be the same. Do you see what I'm saying? You'll meet someone else who's on a similar path. And they believe similar things as you do. Or you'll meet someone who has no beliefs similar to your own. But you still have them in your life. And you're curious why. Because God wants them in your life for the season that they are. So over time, we had the dictators, I'm sorry, the kings and rulers, um... Because there was queens too. There was women and men alike who believed that they were, yes, chosen by God to lead the country. It was their God-given birthright, actually. Birthright. They were born to rule a country. That's what they believe. They believed it. It did. They did. Some of them still believe it. Okay? It's just what it is you know that's just what it is and this is how man has always wanted more I was born thank you God for that blessing there in itself and the fact that every single day since I've been born you've given me another day that is huge and I appreciate you from the tippy toes of my feet but then there's people who like I just mentioned people who believe I was born with also the gift from God to be the ruler of a country. <laughs> I'm, I find it funny. It's just, it's, it's funny. I mean, like it's history, right? It took place. But like, I just think it's funny that, that people believe that. Like they really, truly believe. And then on top of that, ruling a country meant owning land actual physical earth that we had been blessed with by the one true creator and then doling it out as they saw fit Mm -hmm. and then they decided those people that they doled it out to well no they're better they're better used inside you know they last longer inside as well so let's let's bring some of them in you know they can be uh house servants maids and and butlers and such and then we became a society where we were so busy 
uh, rich. We were, I don't know why, but we were so something that we not only deserved, but required another person to, to wait on us hand and foot. We broke ourselves. Some type of evolution took place where we were unable to, to dress ourselves. We were unable to, to prepare our own hair. To, to, I mean, I understand some styles required you know, a second person. But there was jobs created. Do you hear me? Just so someone didn't have to dress themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But but God God let that happen cuz you needed to learn that it's wrong to be lazy, right? And it's wrong well we'll get to that. You already know, but we'll get to it. So we've got butlers and maids and but we still got this this ruler, this this king or queen. And I don't like that they get to decide every single thing for me. Like, other than how I get dressed, because I get to decide that um, by putting on whatever someone else has chosen out for me, um, I don't think I want a ruler anymore. I don't, I don't like that. That idea does not suit me. So I think maybe we take a vacation. We go, I don't know, far, far away, just find some distant place and see if we can't find a better situation a better situation than what we are in right now. Now, mind you, we put ourselves here. We put ourselves in the situation because we told ourselves that this person throughout time, we have told ourselves that these people, the royalty were ordained by God to rule over us. So now, now that I don't like that idea anymore, I I got I got to fix it. How am I going to fix it? How am I going to get away from this situation? I'm going to go look for a better a better one. I'm going to look for a better one. It took a while. We got here. This is huge. I I don't even know where it ends. Like it just keeps going. It just keeps going. So we'll just, you know, we'll 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 land here and we'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously there's people here, but we I don't, I don't recognize that skin tone. I don't recognize that language. I don't, I don't recognize that way of life. I don't, so we don't, we don't recognize that they are human of a different skin tone and with a different way of life. We don't recognize them at all. No, they're savages. They are less. Now, I want you to understand, some of the things that I discuss on this podcast are racially centered um, in, in both contexts. So don't, don't mistake me. I, I do speak on race. But today, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about man, all of mankind, always wanting more. Okay? Okay. So we've gotten here, we've taken, we've taken a good portion. I mean, you know, we've settled got about 13 states worth, colonies, if you will. 
Uh, I mean, we're doing okay. We're doing all right. These Indians, though, they really won't leave. Like, they just keep coming and coming and coming. Like, like they're pissed off or something. I mean, whatever, you know, we got it. We handled it. We handled it. Of course we handled it. And we just keep expanding because there's more land. I mean, why would God have brought us all this way safely? <laughs> safely. If he didn't mean for us to take it, to, to own it, to, to just take it all. Because we'll never have enough. Not if there's more out there. Why, why would that be enough? I want you to hear what I said. Why would we ever be happy with what we have? when we know there's more out there. You guys got quiet. Like, what happened? I just, did I, did I make a point or are you just upset because, well, I still made a point. We'll never be happy because we know that there's more out there. But I need you to understand something. When you expect more to be given to you or allowed to be taken by you than what has actually been given to you every single day that you breathe, then we will forever be in a downfall. We are in a downfall. Humanity has turned on itself. And the actual idea of humanity is, is, it's a shady area. Because what used to be considered outright wrong for a, now it's, now it's not, now it's not considered an outright wrong. Now it's, well, there was a reason it could have taken place. I, We want more. Let's continue. The Indians. And they fought back. We got to give it to them. They gave a good, a good fight. But now they're corralled where they need to be. They, they're, they're in their respective reservations. And they better not leave. They know the consequences. We got people. <laughs> we got people. We're going to own all of this land because we can. It's ours. God brought us here. Regardless of how many people we lost on the way. Every single trip. And even more on the way back. To get more. To come again. We lost so many people in route. But, but God meant for us to be here. Yes. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes. Yes, he did. He meant for us to to prosper and this is how we chose to do so we chose to prosper one on the land and backs of those we deemed lesser than us let's fast forward we've brought over uh, celestials negroes conquistadors we've brought them all we have brought them all to this land that we have claimed for ourselves. Some of them voluntarily have come. Most of them have been come. 
brought under duress of some sort or another. And they're here. They won't leave. But there's got to be room for everybody, right? There's got to be room for everybody. So let's, let's go find some more land that they can have and we won't have to share with them. We built into the industrial era and then literally almost killed humanity. Some of you are unaware that the coronavirus or a sister flu has hit this country before. It was a pandemic, a nationwide pandemic. Because we had not yet completely infiltrated the entire land. Not yet. So we were stopped by famine, <laughs> strife. And disease. Disease. The exact same or very similar to the one we are experiencing this year. Only it happened in the 1900, about 1918, maybe 10 to 20. For 10 years, there was a depression, a famine. And a disease. Just like there is right now. A hundred years later. So we always wanted more. And at that point, we couldn't find it. We couldn't find any more food. We couldn't find any more sustenance. We couldn't find any more uh materials to build any further and we were stopped in the midwest don't you get me started on that word here in the middle at that time was the west so mid whatever but that another story but that didn't let us stop we didn't let that stop us no. No, we rebuilt. We were stronger. Got rid of that stupid illness. And we kept on going. I need you guys to understand something. Every time that we fell as a, as a community, as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a species, okay, we fell to disease, strife, or famine. It was because we brought it on ourselves. We wanted something other than what we had. One man wanted to have more than what he had, so he captured and kept slaves that God deemed his children. Yet we are there again, from Pharaoh to president where we have put a man in office for the last however many years 
and given him the authority to dictate everything that we do. And that angers God because we are not honoring him. Pharaoh was not an honorable man. <clears throat> and they weren't all dishonorable, but they were, they, were, they were not good people. But they were also people that felt they were given the right by gods. Gods, I said plural, gods. They got power from the gods to rule over mankind. Yes. There was always something more than what we were given that we believed that we needed. So we believed we need more than one God. We believed that we needed to own people. We believed we needed to own other people's land. We believed that we were entitled to more. Always more. Always. Always more. Because what we have, I mean, it's great for a while, but we know there's what? More out there. So we're going to keep on going. We advanced and we, we started making technological advances to the point where we were superior in some areas to other countries. And that looked quite appealing. And, and, and from the outside looking in, this is an upstart country. It still is. We are the Napoleon of the world. The smallest, socially, we are socially unevolved in contrast with the world, I believe. We haven't advanced back to the age where we are all equal. I'm not saying there's not segregation in other places. But I'm telling you, here in America, it, was, it still is here. But it was here publicly, flagrantly, for way too long. And you act as if that's, that one didn't take place. Two, not in my lifetime. Three, I mean, what do you want me to do? I want you to, one, acknowledge it took place, two, realize why we are angry, and three, remember that you only put those things in place, these laws in place against black men dating or marrying white women and so on and so forth because you were worried that we would take from you as you had taken from others. I'm not saying only white man is the only one anymore because there are very powerful men of other ethnicities they want more too right we had Saddam Hussein Hitler his confused behind good night only the pure race shall survive was his thinking right but he didn't he didn't look nothing like the pure race y'all but then y'all want to tell me it didn't happen because that doesn't make sense, right? Because it doesn't make sense that he, who doesn't look like the pure race, would actually have that many people killed. That doesn't make any sense. 
so that couldn't possibly have happened. So I'm telling you, I'm not saying that you've only persecuted colored people. No, mankind has persecuted its own kind. Jewish, because they believed slightly different than you do. I don't like it. It's not safe. We should get rid of that. But it was always because you were afraid. And I say you as in mankind. Mankind was always afraid that if we didn't put in restrictions and limitations and controls that us wanting more could, could possibly, it could get dangerous. It could get dangerous. I'm going to go ahead and skip back to the present just for the sake of time. Um, now, we have a lot of police. But now we are more aware of these policemen, the individual people that they are, rather than the forces that they're on. Because the force has deteriorated. They have become people they become individuals because when it comes to accountability for these individuals there's not a force that'll stand behind them no 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 he didn't learn that here no 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 he didn't learn that here no 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 we got rid of him because he did that here oh i'm sorry you did what that that's where we are right now because we did not we couldn't stand not to have more we have groups like the kkk they cannot be allowed to prosper in our communities. They can't be allowed. No one, no one. Women are very close to no one, okay? Very close. Don't get it twisted. I know my history. It's very sad history, but it's, they're just freaking facts, y'all. Minorities are the enemy of the KKK. And we are a minority, ladies. At least we were back then. We are some places now, but we're going to rise up. Don't you worry. I, I'm just letting you know. It's just going to happen. Facts, folks. We're the minorities. And all of the minorities are not to prosper in our domain. Like, that's not allowed. It's not allowed. Because if they do, then they'll realize that we took all of what they want back from them illegally. You took the Jewish's faith and you tried to obliterate it. Mankind did that to itself. It picked a religion. Two characteristics that the leader didn't even follow look like anything, nothing. And you allow that to happen. And then here in America, we're oblivious. That didn't happen. You, do, you talking crazy, girl. Okay. We don't want to know more. We want to have more. We went and sent someone to the moon. Yeah, we did it. We sent someone outside of the globe he gave us. And we, hey, let's go check that thing out. Let's go check it out. I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's been up there all my life. I just want to go see what it looks like. So we put feet we put mankind on the moon. 
for the scientists, I'm going to call you fools because it's just what you are, for the Scientologists, the first mankind was the chimpanzee, was the ape that was sent up first. Whatever. <laughs> He'll deal with you when he sees you. Anyway, um, we put a man on the moon. And I mean, first of all, let's think about it from a human's perspective. That's huge, right? Like we, we have escaped this globe for whatever reason we felt we needed to. And we have conquered the moon. I heard it too. She said conquered. I, well, how do we, you got your flag up there, don't you? It's still there. Somebody take it down? No? All right. Claim what you claim, boo. Claim it. It's what you did, America. You went and put your feet on the moon just because you wanted to be able to say you did. And the flag is there to prove it. Don't you ever forget. And the people are going to tell me that it's not real. People didn't go to the moon. No one went to the moon. Nobody went to the moon. But there's a flag sticking out of my moon. It doesn't wave because there's not any what? Gravity. You know how we know that? Because we went to the freaking moon. Because the earth wasn't enough. Nope. Moon means more. <laughs> moon means more. Who knows what's over there? Oh, well, we can't live here. There's no gravity. How would we ever survive? So, I guess we're going to have to start looking elsewhere. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I know some of y'all may have heard of it, and I don't believe it's a rumor. I'm just going to state what I believe. This guy actually was going to put a space military force into action. He was going to do it. Y'all were ready to draft up and everything, right? Even if it wasn't true, y'all were ready. Like, that is great that you just... You want more. <laughs> The moon and the earth just ain't enough. We can't touch the sun. That'll kill us. So we have everything else in the world. Oh, no, I'm sorry. In the universe. <laughs> to explore. It's, for our, it's ours for the taking. Mankind has no limits. There's never going to be enough because you know there's more. So let's recap. Today is August 2020. I'm just going to state the month and the, in the, in the year because we all know what's happening these days. And, oh, the silliness that is this pandemic. I call it silliness because a lot of people have lost their God-loving minds. They have. You have, you have. Face facts, folks. I mean, seriously. I just don't understand how a sickness makes you... This is my last one, guys, and I promise I'm going to let you go. Man wanting more. This, it sickens me to my core, and I, I can't apologize and pray for mankind enough. When I heard this, and I knew God was angry, I know he's angry because I know he knew that this day was coming, that these people would do this. I know that he knew that, but I still hurt that I am amongst those who did. I am of the people that he placed on this earth who believed 
we are so much more worthy than others, that we have the right to put a price tag on a cure. You should weep for humanity. The moment they even talked about putting a price on the cure that is killing thousands, almost millions of people. I mean, y'all crazy, okay? That's just what it is. What's wrong with you? Why you want more? We can't get any more money from this pandemic unless we charge them for the cure. So I don't know who you'd like to blame. You'd like to blame the big farm or China or even God for who made this pandemic happen. But I know who's benefiting from it. Now we all know who's benefiting from it. It's from those people who feel they have the right to not only tell humanity, we can save you. <laughs> we, man, mankind can save you from this, from this disease. Not God. God ain't got nothing to do with it. This, we, got, we got this. Mankind decided they can fix this disease. I mean, it's got to be man-made, right? So, I mean, it's got to be man-fixed. That's the only answer. It's the only solution. But you got to pay for it. I'm sorry. I mean, it costs a lot of money now. It costs a lot of money to make. And, and it took a lot to get here. So, I mean, we, I mean, we got a lot of people that were at work all this time. I mean, who, who's going to pay them? Y'all, you have to pay. You have to pay for this cure. I'm sorry, what? You want me to pay to save my own life? You want me to pay for my life? That's what you just said. That's what they're saying, folks. I've told one person, and now I've told everyone, anyone who listens anyway, that they've put a price. They put a price on the cure. And I don't know... I was raised by this person. Like, how does that happen? How does it? Well, yeah, I mean, well, who's going to pay the people? That's how I got that information. How are they going to get paid? Um, you are saving mankind. I would think, no fucking fence, that that would be payment enough. Because not only did you feel you earned the moon, K. You found the cure for a disease you've never seen before. And now you want money to pay for it. I'm disgusted too, God. I'm just disgusted. I'm disgusted. I'm a human. And I have to be lumped with the people who feel that that's okay. I don't give a darn. What your reasoning is. There is no reason on earth that you think God would give us a cure that we have to pay for. You know what? That's okay. All right. I, I hear you. That's okay. That's a dead horse, he says. So y'all put a price on the cure. 
I don't know if I want to repeat that because it's all right. He <clears throat> he's not surprised by this virus. He knew it was coming. However, he knew that is his business, but he knew it was coming, right? And uh, he also knew that this was going to happen, that y'all were going to put a price tag on the cure for a disease you've never seen before. When you guys found the cure for polio, did you gouge the prices? Did you say, hey, if you want to cure your terminally ill person, you got to pay an exorbitant amount of money. Otherwise, we're not going to do it. <laughs> no. Do you know why? Because back then, we were freaking decent. Then we actually cared about one another. But that's not important anymore. It's all for self. We're all about ourselves. There's a few of us out here that love and care everybody. Everybody, everybody is just, thank you, God, for blessing me with the presence of these other people. You know what I mean? Like, that's how good I feel about all of you people. Even the ones that don't like me, the ones that don't agree with me, the ones that just think I am the most despicable person they've ever seen in their life. I don't care. I love you. And I can say that wholeheartedly because I know the heart that God has given me. It's a heart of truth. Amen. A heart of truth. And what I speak is truth. And you know it. And that's why it's hard to hear. But most truth are. So we have a virus that we don't know where it came from. No one has a definitive answer. And now we have a cure. According to some people, supposedly we have a cure. And, of course, we have a price tag. We have a coronavirus cure and a cost. But there's nothing Christ-like about the whole thing. That C isn't in there, is it? Not once. Not, not even if you rearrange the words a bit. We are not represented because you believe man believes that we can fix it even though we don't know where it came from we can fix it we can fix it we can do anything we can we can do anything but we are not able to do it on our own so i don't understand why you think you if you found the cure you did that by yourself Everything that you see, everything that you used to create something else was made by him, was given to us by him. And you think that you have a right to own it, deal in it? And you can put a price tag on the product of research and medicine. He could have taken us out a long time ago. 
He's given us many diseases, strifes, and famines, people. We're not paying attention. You're not paying attention, okay? You're not paying attention. I'm not the first person that's read that verse, okay? I'm not the first one. But I'm the first one who understood what he's doing. Because he's done it before. And we obviously have not learned our lesson. How many diseases have we had that wiped out thousands of freaking people? The Black Death? Mm-hmm. The Ebola? But we, we fixed it all by ourselves. God had nothing to do with it. That's what you, that's what you believe. Scientists, medicines, that's, that's what you believe brought us through to another disease famine and strife it's just as my mother would say history repeating itself there is nothing new fashion wise well there's nothing new Christ wise either there's nothing we're doing today that they didn't do back then it was in a different context but they were doing it they were trying to cheat each other they were trying to hurt each other. They were taking each other's lives. Nothing new. You understand me? God has seen it time and time again. The only difference is we just get more and more arrogant <laughs> as we get older. As man, as a species, as we get older, we get more and more arrogant. We can do this without God. We can do this without God. We have done this without God. No, you haven't. You haven't done a darn thing without God. Nothing that you do is without God. Sorry to tell you, so not sorry. If you understood the magnitude of that love, you wouldn't even be having this discussion with yourself. Like, could she be making sense? No, she's probably just smoking crack. No, I don't smoke crack. Yeah, I don't smoke crack. I don't even know what crack looks like, let me be honest with you. Like I said earlier, I, I stepped off a big cliff. I told a lot of people, well, I told a whole of Facebook, <laughs> that I am going to be real and you're not going to like it and it's going to be explicit because I'm human and God's working on me and I say that with a smile on my face because I still love you whether you judge me or not because you know that I'm telling you the truth if you're judging me you're wrong you know you are you know you are it doesn't make it any better because you a pastor's wife because you was a PK because you is uh, even a bishop it don't matter if you're judging anybody, even me, you're wrong. Because that's not your right. He gave that right to no one but Jesus Christ. He deems who worthy is who goes to heaven. Thank you. That is what I said. That is what I said. Not you. Not your judgments. Your judgments mean nothing to me. Because you don't get to decide whether or not I go to heaven. Your judgments doesn't change the fact that I will. Not a darn day that you spend on not liking me, not believing me, mistrusting me is another day I'm still going to shine because God has blessed me to do so. More, more and more. That's what today's lesson was about. I'm going to embrace it. We're going to do this. Some of you may know I'm pretty new in my faith. So I, <clears throat> I 
I don't Bible study as much as I should. I don't read the word nearly as much as I should. And I pray more now because I had a very, very keen spiritual mentor who made sure I did. She, uh, she, I think, turned myself around. You know what I mean? She made me really evaluate what God was saying to me. She made me listen, actually. I wasn't listening. I was in denial. I was in denial for so long that this was taking place in my life for a reason. That these things that were taking place were happening in this order for a purpose. And when that growth began, I have to embrace it. And I'm, so, I'm not going to apologize. I was going to say I'm sorry if it offends you, but I'm not going to apologize. Because if it offends you, it's only because, one, something I said is true, or two, you don't agree with what I say, which basically means what I said has offended you, and it's true. That's what it is. I mean, if it's true, it's true. You, you're only offended because it is. That's the only reason. I don't need to lie to you. I'm not going to tell you something I don't understand or something that's not true. If he's told me, I'm going to tell you. It's my job. It's all I'm going to do. I'm going to relay what is retold. Okay? It's period. Just like the prophets of old. You don't have to listen, but I'm telling you for your own good. Mankind has always wanted more, and I don't believe that'll ever change. Right now, you're thinking, I want more proof. See? Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you you always want more? You always want more. You want more proof. But guess what? The only proof you're going to get is if you keep listening. Because every single time you do, what I say is going to come true. That's just what it is. But you don't need to listen because you have to. You listen because you feel it in your spirit. If you don't, then move along. This is not for you. <clears throat> but it'll come around for you eventually anyway, so I'm not worried about you. If I lose you now, <laughs> he'll catch you later. I said it. If I lose you today as a friend, as a mentor, as anybody, if you decide to walk out of my life because of the things that I say, because of the things that I tell you that I have been told, hey, you know what? I'll lose you now so God can catch you later. It's that simple. I know that no matter what you do, no matter where you go, just because I said it and you don't like it doesn't make it not less of a fact and that he's not less of there for you. It doesn't make you wrong. It just makes you un uneducated. And if you choose to walk away from the education, that's on you. It's that simple. I'm not here to make friends. I was told I would lose many. I won't be popular and I'm going to lose a lot. And you know what? I know what that means. I know that means more than just friends. I own a business. I own multiple businesses, actually. But I own a business that is, one, now thriving. Two, it is the joy that brings me. I, I just I can't describe the joy I get from what I do on a daily basis. I know that that will change as well. But I'm prepared because I've got God. He has prepared me and knowledge that not only am I secure because I give what, I what I'm supposed to and then some, I don't have to worry about that at all. I quit my job on Friday, Saturday morning technically, but I quit. I did. I want to say it's his fault, but it's not. 
it was God speaking through him, and I finally had to listen. It was, it was that freaking loud. We had a... I just got up on Saturday, I was getting ready for work, and I had had a situation the day before, and I wasn't really keen on working, as it were, and I, uh, I decided, okay, I'm going to quit. Well, you know, maybe, maybe, that was a couple weeks ago. I thought maybe I'm going to quit, you know what I mean? I just think maybe it's, it's past time to do so. Something tells me it is, right? She says, wait for the sign, my spiritual mentor. Wait for a sign. You're going to know the sign. Don't you worry. You'll know. If he wants you to quit, you go know. Do you hear what I say to you? That's what she said. I might be the prophetess, but that mother of mine, good night. Love you, mom. So I, uh, I experienced Friday, and I was really salty about work. Really salty. Really, really salty. And then I went to work. I went to go see mom, and I said, um... I went to church technically this morning. And she's like, wait, really? On Saturday? Well, okay. So what I happened was, <laughs> she laughs. I, uh, I looked at my phone. For whatever I was doing told me to look at my phone. It said live. Robert Liddell Green is live. That's my old pastor. I don't know why, but Lord, I'm a go. Because he always speaks the word. You feel me? Like always. Always. He might repeat himself a million times, but I hear it every single time. That's what I'm saying to you. Let me go see what he's got to say. It's prayer, prayer circle. I've never been to it. And I've been, I've, I was his parishioner back, way back when, in the Iowa times. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. He called me to do it. So I said, all right, Lord, let's, let's, I need some Jesus anyway. I'm in that moment. You feel me? I just, I don't know what else to do. Let me go get some Jesus. And this man, I kid you not, procrastination. <laughs> Jesus in heaven. I don't know how to describe to you how every single word that came out this man's mouth verified every single thing I'd been told by God. I don't understand it. I don't know how to explain it to you. But he said that we are all in the habit and a slave to caring about what other people think of us. Yeah, I said that. Well, he said it first, so I'm just repeating what he said. But we're all in the habit of caring what other people think of what we say or so not doing something because we're afraid of how people would react. Okay, you have my attention, sir. And then he goes on to say, now procrastination. Procrastination is basically you doubting yourself. And, and what really upsets him, God, is that what you're procrastinating about is something he told you to do. Okay, now I'm really listening. What are you talking about? Like, you're not talking to me. You can't be talking to me. I wasn't, I, was, I, don't even, I haven't talked to this man in years. I know you're not talking to me. God, I know you're not talking to me. So why are you messing with me right now? Right? So I'll continue to listen. Mr. Pastor, I shout out to you, Mr. Green, Bishop Green. Whew. Blessed by God, that man. Do you hear me? I don't know how that he can keep so many worlds spinning at the same time. Our God that collide when they need to as beautifully as they do. He is an awesome God. Do you hear me? An awesome God. I don't get it. He's a busy, busy man. But my God is awesome. You've been given a calling and you didn't think that there was a deadline. Oh. 
Okay. I hear you, Dad. Thank you for yelling at me. What couldn't get your attention? Oh? Yeah, that was God. God told me he couldn't get my attention because I've been working too much. I've been doing everything else other than what I'm supposed to be doing, which is worshiping him and praising him and showing him the glory here on earth. I ain't been doing that. And that's my job. That's my job. That's my one and only job as a Christian here on earth. And I ain't been doing it. And I know how. I know I need to. But I ain't been doing it. So, he goes on to say, my, my old bishop, there is a deadline when God gives you a purpose, a calling. He doesn't just give it to you because, oh, here, look what you could do. Look what you could do. Come on. You, you, what do you think? You think you do that? No. He's telling you to get it done. All right already. All right already. I got it. I got it. Okay. All right. No, no, no. Let me, let me clarify something. When I am talking, when it sounds like I'm talking to myself, I'm talking to God. If you are ever around and you hear me talking to myself, know that I am talking to my God. And he's speaking to me, whether you think so or not. I got it, but I need to clarify something. Are you talking about Gen Gap? Or are you talking about prophetess? Both. Like he yelled at me. Yelled at me. Okay. I mean, that's huge. It's heavy. <sighs> Let me just get back to the service here because I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm still in denial, guys. To this day, I believe a true prophetess is humble to the day she dies because there's no way you're speaking to me there's no way that you've chosen me to give this message i'm so unworthy i'm trying to hold it together sis christy i'm trying i'm trying really hard to hold it together but he goes on to say you have a son he's a genius but he doesn't want people to know he's a genius because then they're expecting so much from him. And I don't know if he was talking to me. That's fine. Just because someone that you are hearing God speak through doesn't say everything to you doesn't mean he's not speaking at all to you, okay? But I believe he was speaking to my mother. She wasn't, maybe she wasn't listening, I don't know. But she was in my mind when I heard that. That's exactly what she describes my older brother as. He's a genius. He's a smart motherfucker. That one is smart. But you don't want nobody to know. Because then you'll expect the best from him. And I don't want to do all that all the time. I don't, I don't feel like doing that. I love you, bro. I really freaking do. But that's lazy. And God don't like lazy. He don't like lazy. It's just that simple. I'm going to need you to work on yourself. But anyway, moving back on to me. He says, and then you have a daughter. Who has... A calling placed on her life. But either she doesn't know it, realize it, or care. Or she just doesn't know how to get it started. I just told my mother, uh, like last week. I want to say it was last week. About Gen Gap. And for the, I'm going to say it, Mom. For the first time that I can ever remember, my mother was completely 100% supportive. She completely understood my concept. She saw the plan. She, see, she could see the baseline. She could see it growth. And told me what I needed to hear. 
it's a great plan. It's, you could help a lot of people. But you got a lot of work to do. My mother does not live in the same state as I do. So she doesn't go to the same church as I do. She might attend some of the services I do because I attend online and I gave a watch party. But <clears throat> I don't believe my mother's ever heard my pastor speak those words before. I have, which is why that kind of hit me kind of hard. You have a lot of work to do. I went to that conference and that's what that man said. That's what he said to me. He said to me, you have a lot of work to do. So there's a lot of work ahead. But I know that I'm being used in both capacities to, to fulfill his vision for me. And that neither one will be easy or popular and it's going to seem like it's not going to work. It's going to seem like it's doomed to fail. But I know it's for his glory. And I know what he's going to do with it. I know what he's going to do with Gen Gap. Anyway, I don't know what he's going to do with me. But Gen Gap is... And to be a vessel. To bring this message to you. To remind you of the good that humanity can do. That's what Gen Gap will do. Gen Gap is going to remind each and every one of us that humanity can love again, can love each other enough to bring them back up out of the gutter, literally out of the gutters, put them back on their feet, put them in line with themselves, ready for the paycheck. That's what mankind can do, should they choose to. And right now, God is questioning whether or not you are willing to do that. Because right now, you've put a price on the cure. Right now, <clears throat> you're telling people they can't love the same sex or marry the same sex. And then you're also telling people that it's okay to kill certain people if they're criminals. That's what you're saying. If these things are being continued and these are being allowed to continue, that's what you're saying. No one's crying out to change these things. And if they are, they're not being heard. That's the problem. <clears throat> I'm going to touch on black lives real quick. Um, some of you may know. Um, if you don't know me personally, I do not like Black Lives Matter. I do not like it at all because it flies in the face of my God. That's you saying that now black lives matter. And he would like to ask you personally when they stopped mattering. So like I said, I don't like that phrase. Just stop saying it to me. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. If that's what you feel you need to support, then you are wrong because you should have been woke a long time ago, a long time ago. But now that you're waking up, I'm supposed to just, yay, thank you for loving us. Thank you for caring. No. 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 And here's going to lose even more friends. 
All lives do matter to God. All lives. White, black, blue, purple. I don't give a poop what color you are because neither does he. He don't care. The only person that cares are these people, the ones that are ignorant and think that they are better than anybody else. That's just flat out ignorant. That's what it is. You don't have to like it. Those are facts. That's what I'm saying. I speak the truth. You don't have to like it or agree. Move along to the next podcast. I'm sure they'll tell you exactly what you want to hear. But I'm not going to do that. I won't. That's not what I was given this blessing for. I was given a voice. I was given the gift of gab, as my mother loves to say. And I'm going to talk your little ear off as much as I can to get you all to understand the truth that he's been trying to get you to understand for centuries. Centuries. You took what he said and you took it however you wanted to. However it suited you at the time. Don't tell me I'm wrong. Because we have how many different versions of the same Bible? All right. Then don't tell me I'm wrong. Because everybody needed a version that allowed them to live life as they saw fit. It started with the King James. Right? Y'all decided that a king... (laughs) A king should write his own Bible. I don't know if he was chosen by God, but most likely he was not. Because uh, the last king he gave us, we crucified him. I'm not thinking he's going to send anymore, right? So... Everybody after the crucified son. Um, yeah, you're not. You're just a man who feels he's better than everyone else. Let's face facts, folks. That's what it is. I know some of you have seen my face. Know me as the church girl, the, the, the media volunteer, the whatever. You haven't seen this side before. I cuss. I sure do. Yes, I do. Why? Because I'm human. Am I working on it? Frick yeah. I'm working on it. I work on it hard. Whether you believe so or not. But I'm also human. And he loves me anyway. And if you don't, I could give it to. I really could. Because I didn't care when I was in your face. And I don't care now. Now that you know who I am. Now that you know who I am to him. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if you don't believe it. I don't. I don't have to. Because the one person that does, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in contact with him on a daily basis. So who cares what you think? The one man who cares that I care about, I know who he's speaking to. He knows who he's speaking to. And you, you're just busy judging me. (laughs) You, calling yourself a Christian, are over there judging me because, oh, well, she's cussing. And she doesn't even quote any of the scriptures. And your point is, I can't be a Christian because I don't quote scripture. And I can't be a Christian because I curse. No. 
I'm a Christian because I curse. I'm a Christian because I don't follow the courses. Because I don't know all of the scriptures. I don't know them enough to know which to reference. I don't. Because I'm imperfect and I can admit that stuff. See? I could have said the other word, but I didn't. Working on me. But I'm never going to be perfect. And I'm not looking to be. So if you don't think that I am, you going to keep on holding your breath until I do then. Because it's not going to ever happen. And I'm not going to definitely do it for you. Definitely not. This is the prophetess, LGBTQ. Again, that is LGBTQ. Lover, giver, beloved, tolerant, quintessential. I need to explain to you real quick what the quintessential means. Because I was asked recently what the LGBTQ is about. And that means this prophetess believes that I love, give, because I am beloved and tolerant. And that type of Christian is quintessential. I'm out. Y'all have a good night.